Hello, my name is Dr. Bertrand Liang, and welcome to Patient Stories, episodes about some remarkable people whom I've met through the opportunity of being a physician. Sometimes we can do more for the patient than we think. Mr. O was an 80-year-old patient referred to me because of some difficulty in walking. He was a tall man, about 6'4", and when I first saw him, he was using a walker. He was from Ethiopia and had recently come to the States to visit his son and family and had markedly increased the duration of his stay from what was initially anticipated to be two weeks to now going on six months. He had no insurance, and his son and family worked locally at what appeared to be a family bakery, given some of the clothes that they wore, although it was unclear, at least to me, exactly what the business was. There was a significant language barrier, so my interview with Mr. O needed active translation from his relatives, and was indeed somewhat difficult due to the challenges with English on their side and my lack of Ethiopian um, understanding on mine. Hence, we zeroed in on his chief complaint of leg weakness and found that he was weak proximal to his legs with a deep aching feeling initially, several months previously, which had somewhat improved with time, at least since his stay in the US. All of us were also able to discern that he had type two diabetes based on the medications which he had been prescribed, confirmed by additional laboratory testing. He had a classic painful diabetic neuropathy as well, but it really wasn't bad considering how long his diabetes apparently had been diagnosed. However, his mental status, which was somewhat difficult to test due to the language barriers, was certainly off. While he knew the appropriate date, he had difficulty with recall of three words, as well as drawing a clock. Again, despite seemingly otherwise, any other reported cognitive issues noted by his family. I thought this might just be a language issue, but did note it in the chart. My clinical impression was that the patient was suffering from the ravages of diabetes and that his weakness could be a combination of the neuropathy and something called a diabetic amyotrophy. I drew the standard laboratory tests for a neuropathy, prescribed the medication to help relieve his symptoms of the painful neuropathy, and had the patient come back to see me in several months. The next time I saw the patient, which was about Four months later, after he had missed a couple of appointments, he was very different. He was no longer using a walker and only a cane, which he brandished like a foil or repay weapon. His walking was significantly improved and only had a mild amount of pain, although he still had some weakness and loss of sensation in his legs, but certainly seemed to have done quite well with the medications. His mental status exam, however, was the same. I started to delve into Mr. O's history a bit more and found out that in the past he was a fairly heavy drinker and smoker. In fact, he owned several clubs in Ethiopia and seemingly had been quite a facilitator of entertainment during his day. He noted that he hadn't smoked in 20 years and that his drinking days were very, very long ago since he needed to keep his wits about him during this time. I was really pleased how well he had done with the medication, particularly with regards to his neuropathy. And the progress and improvement of his amyotrophy was somewhat par for the course, although certainly he was somewhat older than I'd seen getting back uh, function so quickly. Regardless, the family told me that he was going back to Ethiopia, but wanted to see me one more time in a couple of months, to which I agreed. I then started to go through his labs. They all looked pretty routine until I got to the end with something called an RPR. The RPR and subsequent confirmation test was actually positive which meant that Mr. O actually had syphilis. I double-checked the result, and indeed it was correct. We then started to go down the pathway of sexual history 
and I had to ask him about the last time of intercourse and the risk factors, including HIV. To my surprise, he and his son started laughing about it all, almost as if they were 12-year-old boys. When I asked about any homosexual behavior, Mr. O bristled at this, noting that his activities only had been, as his son noted, with quote-unquote beautiful ladies. Well, perhaps this could explain some of his mental status. In any event, I started the patient on antibiotics, and when he came back to see me before his trip back to Ethiopia, he was continuing to do well. I wrote a fairly long note for the patient to give to his doctors at home, including a request to check his mental status in the future and give me a call if they had any questions. After giving him the summary and saying goodbyes, the patient told me in broken English that if I needed anything, if I was in Ethiopia, particularly close to his hometown, I just needed to say his name and people would contact him. I thanked him, but anticipated that I would demur on his generosity in the future. Thank you very much for joining me for Patient Stories. Be happy, be healthy, and find peace.